Welcome to another episode of the Feel Your Fans Podcast. My name is Saint. I want to thank you guys for joining me again. Uh, just a little quick bit of business. We are still putting together our information for Seattle Wave Radio, so hopefully by the time you hear this, we will have uh, gotten onto that format. But in case you haven't uh, seen us on there yet, you can still reach us on our anchor page, anchor.fm forward slash fuel your fandom. Uh, that'll give you a link to all of the different locations we are available, including Google, Apple, and uh, Spotify, to name a few. Also, if you want to keep up with us on Facebook, that would be facebook.com forward slash fuel your fandom. In addition, we have the Instagram page and we have the uh, various other pages, Twitter and all that other stuff that I hardly ever use because I haven't learned to use it yet. But uh, we also do have our page, feelyourfandom.net, which is still undergoing construction, so bear with us as we put that together. But that being said, uh, it is now the middle of March. And uh, as you all may well know, we are going kind of through a thing. Uh, I know everyone's sick of hearing the words coronavirus and sick of hearing COVID-19, but an unfortunate reality it is nonetheless. Uh, so I hope you guys are all uh, hunkered down and staying safe and practicing good uh, uh, social distancing and whatnot. And what better time to spread the positivity and joy of a podcast with your friends and your family. And on that note, I thought it appropriate, since we're all kind of hunkered down together, that uh, I would bring you this uh, podcast with my family. So this is kind of, uh, not necessarily a first for the Feel Your Fandom podcast, because my brother-in-law Thomas is on all the time. Uh, My wife has been on a time or two. Uh, But this is going to be the first time that I introduce uh, my children to the world of the Fuel Your Fandom podcast. And the reason that I decided that that was important is because uh, when you think fueling your fandom, you're talking to your friends about your fandom, you're getting amped up, you're getting geeked out about the things that you're excited about. But really when you think about it, if you have children, they're knee deep in it, they're ankle deep in it, They're, they're over their heads in it. They are... The ultimate nerd sponges. They will absorb anything that you uh, put out, basically. And so uh, we spend our entire lives trying to fuel their fandoms. And oftentimes, quite often, I should say, that we fuel their fandom through our fandom. So it's uh, I'm bringing my, my children on today to kind of uh, get a look at their fandom and find out what they're into and, and how they came about the things that they're interested in and... Uh, uh, kind of get their perspective on it because you know we get so mired in our own perspectives that sometimes we can overlook things uh, that the that the young people can can kind of help bring back to light. So uh, with me today uh, is uh, Thomas, my brother-in-law. Yeah, still am. Still here, we, still alive. I'm still alive. Oh my God! Unfortunately. Ah eh, well, day to day. Yeah. Maybe it'll get you next time. <laughs> could help. Maybe not. And then we have my wife, Daniela. Yep, that's me. That's you, yeah. <laughs> Anything pithy or interesting to say? Why? I googled her last name today. Did my you? last name. You fucked off, but... I did. Um, Fully did. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Do you know what it means? Not a Doesn't matter to you anymore, does it? Nope. Uh, 
Because I made her a Oh, Willie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a brother. It means brother. Oh, that's sweet. Wait. So your name means brother, brother. twin and brother? Yeah, twin brother. Tom, twin brother? Tom Man, twin brother. Doesn't make any sense. Twin That's brother. Awesome. Yeah. In the way that Darth Vader means dark father. I am... In Dutch. Wait, really? The, the Bart that lives in the attic. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. Well, uh, since they've decided to start speaking before being introduced, uh, we also have my uh, 15-year-old son, William. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How yeah. are you? I got nothing to say very much, but... You want to Google your first name? Find that out real quick. <laughs> it, it means protector. Or the knight. So protector... Or the brother. knight. Brother of the knight. Uh, bro- the knight brother. The knight's brother. Oh my god. And then uh, we have my little eight-year-old daughter, Maria. Hi. Well, maybe not so little. She's kind of grown quite a bit. Yeah, she's almost as tall as me. Well, you're short, so that's not yeah. hard. That's not even remotely accurate for, for an audio medium. She's not. She's no, not even close to being as tall as you. Not even. It no. feels like it sometimes. No. <clears throat> but anyways, little girl. She's so, four four, and I'm five four. She got a whole a whole foot. foot. Yeah. A whole. Do, a we whole are a foot apart. Foot? <laughs> Wait, oh I'm a foot. No, your mother's <laughs> overreacting. Then you're like almost as tall as Vince Carter. Like, think about that <laughs> statement. Who? No, not what? You. <laughs> The ballinest baller that ever was. Oh my god. Okay. You guys are going to make the edit. <laughs> the blackest thing. dude in Toronto. <laughs> god. <clears throat> Can't take you people anywhere. <clears throat> okay. So, anyways, we, we I thought it was kind of an interesting uh, take on the Feel Your Fandom podcast to bring the family together since we are uh, kind of hunkered down and... Uh, keeping our heads low during this whole coronavirus outbreak thing. So I, I thought it'd be an interesting chance to sit down and, and dig inside the heads of those closest to me. So welcome to the podcast, William. Thank you, Dad. And welcome to the podcast, Maria. Thank you, Daddy. Okay, so uh, first things foremost, uh, we're going to talk to William here a little bit. Because William, uh, obviously I've known you longer. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. <laughs> That's funny, I know. Uh, being the older brother, mm-hmm. what is it that, I mean, you've been a nerd pretty much your entire life. You, you're a self-professed nerd. Yes. You you proudly call yourself a geek. Mm-hmm. You, you're definitely your your uncle's nephew. That's true. Yes, I am. Yeah. There's a reason you guys are as close as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, give me an example of uh, a couple of the things that you are particularly passionate about. Hmm. There's some good topics I could pick up. Um, not a topic. Just kind of explain what you're into. Okay. It's, it's not a difficult conversation. Yes. Name them off. All right. Well, I'm honestly interested in a lot of things like Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and Star Trek. Okay. Um, but right now I'm uh, super into Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be into Star Wars. Being yes. at the Skywalker trilogy just... Or it's trilogy, nine movies. What do you call a nine movie cycle? Saga. The Saga. I guess that's why they call the it. Trill the Trill Trilogy. Trill Trill. Isn't Saga like a book series type or something? Or eh, not it really. just means <laughs> one epic tale I think it of, a sky, epic. of a Skywalker family. So you're into Star Wars. Who's your favorite character? Uh... Like, know, good guy or bad guy? Doesn't matter. Pick a character. Ooh, um, there's some good bad guys. Uh, bad guy, I would say Darth Vader and okay. Darth Maul. 
So you're, you're you, so if you had to pick favorite characters for the entire saga, it would be the bad guys. Well, <laughs> well, this guy. I like. I, <laughs> you have to be more specific. Like, who's no. my favorite? No, no. I literally said character. Uh, character, uh, good or bad. Uh, okay, come on. I got. Come on. I guess say Do it. bad. <laughs> I guess say the Sith. I'm sorry. Um, the Sith is not a character. The Sith is a race. Go. <laughs> or is the Sith a cult? Both. I mean, I can see that, yeah. Okay. Uh, Favorite character? Um, between either Darth Vader or Darth Maul. What do you but, like about Vader? Um, He does prefer Force sometimes, but he does... Uh, focus on uh, ruining the galaxy for the Emperor and he's obviously plotting to overthrow him as he said before uh, in Revenge of the Sith. Boy do I have to get you involved in some of the extended universe stuff with Darth Vader. Yeah I know. Um, he's a bit deeper than that. Yeah he's way deep. But uh, okay what do you like about Darth Maul? Um, he's very smart and he's one of those people that you do not want to mess with. That's true. Yeah. He was very manipulative, very cunning. Mm-hmm. You know what I like about Darth Maul? Is his uh, haircut. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a good look. So spiky. Mm-hmm. And his makeup's on point. Really right? Good. Exactly. It takes every morning, it takes him like yeah. six hours to put that on. But. But to, to please his emperor, it's worth it. Yeah, but. Maybe it's Maybelline. But I actually had to go with Darth Maul on this one. Big Maul? Hmm? Maul over Vader? Yes. I'm sorry, sorry, uh, Vader fans, but uh, Maul has more experience with the dark side than... Yeah, now. Now that they finally fleshed him out in the extended universe, because before he was in one movie for like half an hour, before getting cut in half by a Padawan, and shoved down the drain in a Naboo storage unit. Yeah, and he lost his mind to the dark side. Well, no... See, well, you're talking extended universe stuff. Yeah. If we don't count any of that stuff, he's just a one-shot, one-note character that fell down a hole after getting cut in half. No, he's but in the he new was show. cool looking. Is he in the new show? That's what I'm saying. They brought him back first through the extended universe books that they got rid of, yeah. but then they brought him back for uh, Solo and Clone Wars and and Rebels and uh, he's he's now been riding the coattails of the new Disney Star Wars. Thing. He sells he sells action figures, my dude. That's all I care about. He's very dynamic he visually. And yeah, well, I agree. Darth Maul is a very good character. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure you knew there's yeah. more to him. Yeah, and besides, if some of you guys haven't seen uh, one of the old seasons of Clone Wars, he messed up Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. He killed uh, his loved life. Or supposed love life. Because mm. a whole Jedi code. You can't be in a relationship. Like Somebody said, some would say they did that back in uh, Phantom Menace when he killed off Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Hey-o! Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like. Even, uh, even he's, he's been messing up Obi-Wan's life for a lot of years. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So, and now mm. we'll take it over to you, little Maria. What are some of the things that you are passionate about? Me? Yeah, what kind of things are you into? Well, I'm kind of into singing, kind of playing my guitar a little bit sometimes. You and know? 
like playing around a lot. Playing around? What kind of TV shows you watch? Me? Um, my TV, my favorite TV shows, honestly, are Puppy Dog Pals and Fancy Nancy. See, and those are the new ones because those have been in the last month. She goes through cycles. She's been watching Garfield, which is annoying. That Garfield weird, is the best show. That weird 3D animated Garfield that is it's not funny. the best show. It's trash. It's uh, funny. The animation is trash. Funny. What else is it? What else does she watch? Is that? She, she goes she's, through cycles. Yeah, she cycles um, to My Little Ponies often. My Little Ponies I, and Trolls. I watch Captain Underpants. Trolls a little bit. She does love Captain Underpants. What's your first favorite show? Garfield. Is it just because I mentioned Garfield? No. Um, Actually, yes. my first favorite show is Puppy Dog Pals. I watched it you, in one month. You are so mercurial. Let me ask you this. What's your favorite Disney movie? Me? Oh, no. Frozen 2. Frozen 2. Frozen 2 just came out on Disney Plus, and it's my favorite. Okay. I watched it a bunch of times. She, uh, Did you just make Disney a three-syllable word? Disney. Disney. No. No, she said I Disney. said Disney. She said Disney Plus. Disney, uh. I said okay. Disney Plus. She Italianed it. Uh, that's fun, though. You, Do you like the song? Is that why it's your favorite? Sorry. Stop talking over things. I mean, she's only seen the movie three times and she has every single song memorized. Not three times. I think I know what your favorite movie is. Four times. What? Four times, Mom. What is it, Daddy? Your favorite movie that I can remember is The Greatest Showman. No. Because you sing no. that soundtrack I just all the sing, time. I just sing I just sing a million drinks because I like that song. That huh? doesn't mean I love the movie. I need to derail this whole thing. When <laughs> William was a little boy, high school musical. Yep. Oh my god. Every day. <laughs> the cutest thing ever. And now he's fifteen and embarrassed by it because he's turning pink in the face as we mentioned it. Oh, but no. it is so he it knew was the best. He knew the oh dance moves. Mm-hmm. He had it down that and and I'm gonna keep embarrassing you because this is fun. Oh god. Uh, the Spider Man, the original movie with yes. Tobey Maguire. I love those movies. Except- you were so into that. Chad Kroger Nickelback Hero song. Oh my god, I forgot all that. Remember that? Yeah. Which one? A song by Chad Kroger from Nickelback called Hero. That was out of the. It's like the ending credits of the. Isn't that the second one? No, that was the first one. You sure? Oh, yes. I thought it was the second one. We bought. You you must have gone through like six Spider Man suits when you were a little boy. He wouldn't take them off. We'd swing you around the house. Yeah. Hilarious. He wouldn't take them off. He would wear them until they fell apart. Yeah. We'd have to pull them off of him while he slept and wash wash them and put them back on before he woke up the next morning. So, suffice it to say, you guys have both been steeped in nerdery your your entire life. Yes. Yes. What was it? Spider-Man your brother costume. used to wear a Spider-Man costume all the time. Oh. All the time. Like, literally all the time. But you he like was how like, much you used to like three years old. It's not like he was not, not doing it. Yeah. At least he's still not doing it. Oh, I forgot one Are you? I also love ballet. Let me see your shirt. That's not... Oh. That's not, that's not a shirt. That's not a shirt. <laughs> Show your shirt, Scary, pasty teenager. Hey! Rhea, did you have any costumes that you used to wear all the time? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, remembering remembering when you were three years old, I was kind of asking your parents in a roundabout way. Tutus constantly. She wore a lot of tutus. A lot of tutus. Oh, that makes sense why I love ballet. 
Yeah, you just constantly had tutus on. Did you? And is she still to this day anything clothing wise that's rainbow? Mm-hmm. Gimme, like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yep. Even yeah. I think she just loves it. It kind of matches her lifestyle choice of being <clears throat> a a blur of motion and sound and animation that she picks clothing that moves and is bright and is loud as she is and so I I, I think that's definitely a purposeful action well, on her well, part. Well but we were very purposeful too when we were found out she was going to be a girl that we didn't want to just inundate her with pink because it was what you were expected to do. That's stereotypical. And so we started out very neutral for like the first two years of her life for the most part and then when she started like noticing clothes everything <clears throat> she picked had to be rainbow print or hot pink. Yeah, so it was, and we couldn't avoid it. it. Yeah, we we tried to avoid it because we didn't want to fall into that stereotype trap of boys must wear blue and girls must wear pink. It, uh, we've never really fallen into that as a rule, um, but you know, if they come to it of their own accord, well, we can't really say anything about it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the, the, the uh, that kind of spins back into fandom as well because. Uh, if you try to force feed something that you're into into someone else, whether they're your child or not, you're going to find that it, they become resistant to it. Maybe even uh, to the point of being against it. And so I've always found that the best way to kind of uh, foster that nerdery in uh, first in William and then in, into Maria would be to just kind of share my love of it, talk about what I love about it, and, and just be genuine about it to my my experience. That way, when they come at it, they're seeing what I'm seeing, but maybe that's not what endears it to them. Maybe they just understand me a little bit more and are able to either come to it or not at their own pace. I think that kind of turns it around, too, with them. Of You start to find things that they're interested in, and I mean, sometimes some of it, yeah. Like as an adult, you're like, oh God, why? Yeah. Um. A lot. Yeah, but it's you know why do they love it and getting to know that and I mean you know what Christmas shopping for her was the only thing she wanted was those tiny little people. The little uh, lol dolls, lol dolls. Yeah. yeah. And that's all she wanted, and I still. I hate those things. But. I really do. You know it's. She loves she, she loves that stuff. She loves little like little handheld toys. If she can hold them in her hand, like she gravitates towards that, I find. So I figured out that that's why she loved it so much. Cuz she could just carry it around with her. Yeah, it's just, yeah, little thing, little, little sparkly people. And it's been it's been kind of great to see, you know, with William growing up because he has adapted to a lot of the things that his uncle Tom was into Ninja Turtles and yeah. anime and things like that and oh. and I know you read some some uh, manga now because of Uncle and mm-hmm. um, and then kind of see where he does with the things that I enjoy. Uh, I've always I've pushed in him uh, my love of comic books through his love of comic books. We talk about you know our shared mutual interest in in characters like Batman or Spider Man or or uh, whatever the new Marvel movie is at the time. Uh, and it's been really great having uh, kind of a nerd movie buddy yeah. because, I mean, this has been the best time to be a nerd. I mean, all told. Uh, comic book culture is accepted. Mm-hmm. We have big name movies. We have 
Holly would buy the, the short and curlies. So, I mean, it's it's been a real good time to be a nerd and to be, and or to raise a nerd in this environment. So, um, And then with video games, he kind of fell into video games on his own. Like, uh, uh, as I collected more and more video game systems, I would pass along systems to him to have in his room because I didn't have that really growing up. So I kind of wanted to make sure that he had that kind of exposure growing up, right? Mm-hmm. And so well, the first major system we put in your room for you was the Xbox 360, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of gravitated towards the Halo games, yeah? Yes, I love playing the Halo games. Which is awesome. Did you uh, and did you know that the guy I talked to last week, Eric, he helped design mm-hmm. some of the stuff for Halo. You told me about that. Which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys met? I think I introduced you at one point. I met his wife, Gabby, but I've yeah. never met him yet. Oh, yeah. I'll have to introduce <clears throat> you. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah. But, uh, and so, uh, he's been playing, you know, Xbox games forever, and mm-hmm. and then uh, now we've got a PS4 in your room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't have made that mistake. No. He never gets you out of your room. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> 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 he lives in there. He's, he's nerd full-time now, so. Yeah. Um... Why do you think? Why do you think it is that you've gravitated towards all the things that you've gravitated to? Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, things like that. Video games, the things that you know that I'm very much a fan of. Mm-hmm. Why, what is it that you think brought you to these things? Is it because of my uh, love of these things, or is it because you found your own way into it? Uh, what do you think? I believe it's a little bit of both. Like, okay. you got me into Star Wars and Star Trek mm-hmm. that I didn't know very well. Okay. Uh, but myself, I got into, like, Marvel, like, Spider-Man, for example. Mm-hmm. And, well, you also got me into DC, which I don't know very much about DC until I saw uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman films. Okay. Um, Great films. Arguably um, some of the best uh, comic book movies to date. Yes. And I think uh, Dark Knight is the best out of the trilogy. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. So you, so you came into a lot of it on your own. You came into a lot of it through me. Mm-hmm. Is there anything... What would you say that you're a fan of now that I'm not even a fan of? Ooh. Like, where have you deviated? Where does the branch split, young Padawan? Beatboxing. Yes. Beatboxing. That's right. Yes. Uncle, you got something you were going to throw No, I, I didn't... Like, we didn't talk about any manga or anime. He just does his own stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, did he just get it by watching you? Oh, high school kids are into that stuff nowadays. I learned it by watching you! <laughs> no. I mean, it's like, like he knows I'm into it, but he didn't... Like, he's just like, I've been reading Attack on Titan. I was like, yeah, I finished it. Nerd! <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, because I, I, right, like high, like all, all your high school friends, manga and anime. Yes, some of them like anime, and some of them are like, no, yeah. just no. Yeah. But yeah, I've never really gotten into it. I mean, there's been a few animes that I've tried <clears throat> sampling through, and mm-hmm. I've never really been able to sit down and, and really tuck into any of them, except for uh, uh, I watched Full Metal Alchemist, which I really enjoyed. I need um, to catch up on that show. Yeah. So your mother mentioned uh, beatboxing now. Uh, it has been brought to my attention. Yes. I have been made aware mm-hmm. that you have a Instagram page where you like to put up beatboxing samples. Sometimes. And let me tell you, 
you're not as subtle with it as you think you are. Because uh, yes. this house is very, very small. Yes. And you have a very, very bassy voice. Yeah. And we can hear you beatboxing all the time. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mouth noises, 100%. Yes. What is it that brought you into beatboxing? Uh, well, to be honest, I really did not know beatboxing was a thing when I was young. You just like making mouth noises? <clears throat> no, well, okay, mouth noises, yes, but I didn't uh, know that like making music with your mouth was possible. But then uh, one time when I spent a night at my grandmother's house, she showed me a video of someone making music with his mouth mm-hmm. and a dance group was dancing to it. And I don't know uh, which network TV show it was, but because I don't really watch any of those. Um, but I was really curious about it. And then after later, when I got into my, uh, when I actually got a phone, I just like watched YouTube and stuff. I saw that same video again. And then I got in, looked it up more and more, and I see a lot of people uh, doing beatboxing. Okay, beatboxing. Then is that that's kind of your where you've deviated from beatboxing? It's kind of your thing, mm-hmm. would you say? Yeah. Um, screw it. Give us a sample. Show us what you can do. Um, Good thing I can go quick on the spot. <laughs> oh wait, I messed up. No, come on. <clears throat> that's good. Put you right on the spot. A little bit like that. And then... Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to translate this far away. I don't think it's going to translate at all. <clears throat> you got to give more than one note, dude. <clears throat> Wait. <clears throat> oh, no, I can't do the bass voice because my throat's a little cloggy. Come on. You know, it's funny. I actually went through a beatboxing phase. I didn't ever, like, try it because, you know, listen to me. But, <laughs> uh, and you're, act- yeah, you're actually, like, right, like, right at the same age, 14, 15 years old. Really, really into it. Being a huge nerd, but it's funny. I don't know. You're actually pretty good at it. Yeah, thanks, like, man. It's a lot of, it's really hard to make that kind of noise. Yeah, I can't you know? do it. No, I'm just, like... And I'm a vocalist for a band. I, I'm in a heavy metal band, so the things that I can do with my voice, a lot of people can't do either. Yeah. But it's weird because I can't do with that. No. Yeah. yeah. And like consistently, like with the hollow clicks, like I can barely like get off a raindrop sound like once in a blue moon. I can't do that either. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when Carrie taught him how to do that? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, was... the, they have a little finger pop oh. to make the pop. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I bet, he did I bet that. the next three weeks were just yep. misery. Just, Thanks, yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Constant. I still owe you for that. Yeah, no, but, I mean, it's you get you've gotten better. I remember when you first started, and you're just like it, like seriously, like a kid figuring out a drum kit. But yeah, see, see that's what I was saying. There you go. See, that's what I want. Is I'll give me a sample that's see, not just that, you trying to do weird bassy noises. Off, throw drum, something out. Drum that off again. See, it's not right. bad. I and. I can't even say potatoes right. You know? <laughs> I can't do that break in the voice when they, uh, even they're disturbed when he does that weird animal noise. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. I can't parse that out. Oh, every time, is that what it's called, staccato? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Every yes. time it's I try to do it, it always, just, it always, yeah, it comes out like that. Ooh, ah, ah. I can't break it up, so yeah. it's weird. 
Yeah. See, I can do it if I'm focusing, but like trying to do that on stage, I can't fucking do that to save my yeah. life. Um, Maria, if you had to say something that you were nerdy about, Me? like we talk about, you know, Star Wars, and we talk about like the Marvel movies and things like that. You see all of these movies with us. Mm-hmm. You sit and watch. I'm not talking to you now. Hold your zip it. Zip it. Okay. Sorry. This is time to shine. So, Maria, you watched all the Star Wars movies with us. You watched the the Harry Potter movies. We just watched all the Harry Potter movies. Well, not all the Star Wars movies. You haven't seen all of them? No. I've just seen a couple of them. Oh, man. we got to sit you down. Uh, So, you watch all of these movies with us. The Marvel movies, the the Batmans, the Aquamans, the Wonder Womans, the... I've only seen Wonder Woman once. Yeah, it was a good one, wasn't it? One mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. I like that one. That was one of my favorite yes. ones. Yes. Well, the Wonder Woman one I saw was so good. Absolutely. Uh, what would you say is your favorite comic book movie of all time? Um, Comic book movie? Really? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Which one? Um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home was a good one with Mysterio. Yes. Yeah, what... The epic plot twist. <laughs> when Mysterio, then it all the bar stuff completely vanishes into a worksite, and then Mysterio plans to plot against Spider-Man. It was pretty awesome. After wasn't it? Spider-Man gave Stark's glasses to him. I think we're we're well past the spoiler moratorium, so I that's like fine. The plot yeah. Twist. Our daughter likes the plot twist because she's secret. No, I'm not. Yeah, we tease Maria and make fun of her and call her a supervillain. Uh, and we were... Uh, all of us in the house are playing Minecraft at one various stage or another. Uh, William's been playing it on his uh, PS4 in his room. Uh, I got it for Maria for Christmas for her Xbox 360 that she's got in her room. I, I, I accidentally killed some villagers. Okay, yeah, that's what we were going to talk about. Uh, I asked Maria because... She's seen. I play in survival mode. I don't play in uh, creative creative mode at all, because and I tell the kids that I like to earn all the different things that I build the houses with and and, and the armors and everything else like that. I like to earn it because that's the part of the game that's relaxing to me. And I get the, I get wanting to build with uh, creative mode, but for me, part of the relaxation is earning the things that I do. You know, I've got a house in the game that I built with, you know, the materials that I gathered. It wasn't something that, you know, I, I just pushed a button and got. And so uh, I had asked Maria about how she had come about, because I know William plays in creative mode. And so well, once I got the game from Maria, I asked her about her house. And she's telling me about this house that she's got. And it's in the, and then all of a sudden she says it's in the middle of a village. And I'm like, oh, so you built your house in the middle of a village. She goes, well, I kind of took the house. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, I'm like, don't the villagers live in that house? She's like, well, I killed him. No, I didn't. You did. You said you you put him in lava. No, I didn't. Okay, what did you do? I... He just let me have the house. That's not how the game works, daughter. I... He wouldn't sleep with me. I gave him a bed, but he wouldn't. So you took his bed, said, here, you take this one, and he said, nah, and left? (laughs) No, I didn't. There was no bed. I put two beds down. There wasn't any bed? No. Okay, so nobody lived there before. But he didn't want to be your roommate anyway? 
No, he had he was living in a castle, and I decided to move in with him. Okay. So I decided to make two beds. Okay. But well, I had to put two blocks how do you, down. How do you know he lived there if there wasn't a bed? Maybe he was just chilling there for the day. Maybe it's his office. Because in my office, I don't have a bed. Home, bed. You see what I'm saying? Um, it is his home because he doesn't go anywhere else. How long did you follow him? I didn't follow him long. I just... <laughs> Um, there was a really tall ladder. There was, like, it was up to the top where you could see the stars. Oh, uh, so you just creeped on them a little bit. Okay, so, no. now, no, you told me, you told me that you had killed some of these villagers. Yeah, but it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Okay, so you just what, the rest of the villagers. why'd you kill the rest of the villagers? I didn't mean to. I was just trying to make some obsidian by, by... I was just trying to make some obsidian. I didn't know it would kill the villagers. Did, so, did you dump the lava into their houses, or how did this happen? On top of the houses. <laughs> oh, That's an easy mistake to make. I've, I've done that one myself. Why is it funny? <laughs> it's just cute. How is it cute? Because you, you put lava on a house. It's cute. Because that's prime soup. <laughs> no, 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 no! I just wanted the property, okay? Uh, I'm gonna cause I'm gonna cause a giant earthquake, so California breaks off into the ocean, and Nevada becomes oceanfront territory. How is it funny? Lex Luthor. I'm not Lex Luthor. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. And she's getting real pissy and indignant right now, and I apologize for my laughter, but. Uh, we've been teasing her about this uh, for weeks, me and Daniela, because, I mean, <laughs> and William, yeah. uh, because, I mean, she doesn't see it, but <clears throat> prime supervillain shit right there. I didn't mean to. I know, neither did <laughs> fucking <laughs> Min- Magneto. No. no, Magneto meant to. William yeah. is evil. But Magneto had a reason to do it. Oh, is that all you need? Well... A reason? Not a really good reason, but... I got plenty of reasons, but if I go killing all the people that offended me, I'd be a supervillain. Well... Yeah? Okay, yeah. Don't justify Magneto. He's a horrible person. He is a horrible person. Why is William evil? Because he won't kill an evil, evil, evil Enderman. You know what? Magneto is right. I'm not going to let this slide. Okay, Magneto is right. Hold on, hold on. No, you can go ahead. You're probably... But that's, I'm sure uh, that's the Enderman was stealing blocks from the villagers' homes, even the blocks that made their homes. You're and William's just Enderman letting do, him right? st- steal the villagers' home blocks. You realize that's what Endermen do, right? Yeah, but he can kill the Enderman, and another one will come back, and he'll kill it, so the villagers' houses don't get destroyed by Endermen taking the blocks. So you're saying inaction makes you a villain as opposed to taking the action and killing the bad people makes you the good guy? Yes. That would just make you an anti That's some villain shit. Yeah, that would just make you a super villain. Oh, my God. Worry for the future, my listeners. (laughs) Worry for the future. Yes. We're going to take a quick break, and and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, current events and current ongoing issues with uh, pop culture and with uh, the the world at large. Uh, not to get too heavy with it, but it's kind of all around us, so there's really no way to get around it. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. 
It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back. Uh, so I didn't bring my kids on the podcast just to poke fun at them and call them super villains. It gets kind of annoying after a while. So uh, we're going to let that go. And, and I want to kind of discuss um, kind of what's in the media and what's in the air right now is, uh, of course, the coronavirus is is big news right now. And it's kind of overshadowing, I mean, everything. Really, media as a whole is basically shutting down. Media production has stopped. Netflix has stopped all production. Disney has stopped all production. Uh, movie releases are getting pushed. Uh, concerts are all canceled. Venues are all canceled. Vegas is shuttered. Hollywood is done. And so being told to shelter in place and self-isolate for people like me, that's no big deal. I enjoy self-isolation. It gives me more time to watch videos and stream shows and play video games. And I mean, were it not for the ever-present cloud of death hanging over the entire country, in fact, the entire world, it might be an enjoyable vacation. Um, staycation, if you will, as we're all forced to take now. But um, basically just... You have to be able to be understanding of the situation as it sits on the ground right now. Yeah. Open to the fact that things are due to change. And given the fact that things are changing, be receptive to that and try to find a way to help each other through it. So I know uh, that there were a bunch of movies coming out, William, that you were wanting to see. Yes. Uh, Black Widow and mm -hmm. New Mutants and uh, other movies like that. Mulan. I kind of wanted to see the new Mulan movie. I... I'm not really sure how a Disney movie is not musical and just an action movie. Like They're all Disney movies at this I, point, son. I mean, yeah. Like, Marvel, I get. Cause... Disney movies. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we have Iron Man the musical. We might as well just shut up and accept it. Oh, God. <laughs> we already had a Spider-Man the musical, like, before... Uh... I know, I have it on the shelf there. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, God. I'm kind of afraid to watch it. <laughs> Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Mm. I bought a bootleg of that at Comic-Con a couple years ago, and it's been sitting there staring at me. And Didn't that guy die on stage? Nah, someone died. I think it was one of the stuntmen. Yeah, but he died, like, like during the performance. Well, there was only, like, three performances of the thing before they shelved yeah, it. because then he died. <laughs> How did he die? I think he fell off the rigging. Yeah. Oh. Wait, how high was it? Don't know. Mm. Uh, interesting side note, Tom, I wanted to talk with you about. Uh, have you heard the rumors that Apple is in line to potentially buy Disney? I don't think they could. I don't think they have enough. What? Disney's stock is kind of tanked over this whole thing. The Everybody's, prices are at an all-time low. Everybody's stock is tanked at this point. But I've I mean, seen several articles referring to a potential... Maybe something. 
I mean, they might merge. I want to see them buy it, being able to buy it. But, I mean, it's not their wheelhouse. I put zero, I put zero pennies into that stonk. <laughs> no stonks. Not buying it. Not buying that stonk. <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting idea. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's there's been, like, you know, huge mergers in the last ten years mm-hmm. that... Disney LucasArts. Well, yeah, AOL Time Warner, NBC Universal, like, the pool's just been shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, and I don't know. We'll see what happens, but there's probably going to be a lot of, depending on the way the government goes, restrictions on the size of mega corporations. I'm kind of curious to see uh, the government as it sits once this whole uh, virus thing kind of blows over eventually. Hopefully, please, dear God, blow over. Um, I think the structure of our economy, I think the structure of our entertainment industry, I think the structure of our business industries are all going to be fundamentally altered by this. Uh, And and you can see the roots of it starting to show even now uh, with the Hollywood shutdown and with, you know, uh, TV shows. They announced that uh, they announced today, in fact, that like the the newest episode of like for instance the Flash, the CW TV shows, will be the last new episode we get for a while until this blows over. Even though they've got them in the can, that's it. That's weird. Netflix has shut down production. Disney has shut down production. Regal theaters are closed across the country. Theaters are closed, and their NBC Universal is putting everything that they had in theaters straight to digital distribution. That's probably the smartest move they could have made. Yeah, they're they're bringing out that where they bring it into a home video uh, kind of situation where they um, or a pay per view kind of situation. Yeah, six or seven dollar Comcast rental. Yeah, it's like I think like ten to fifteen, twenty bucks, something like that, and you get it for like twenty four, forty eight hours or something like that, from what I read. But after that, it shuts down. No new movies until this thing blows over. No new TV shows until this blows over. It, it's kind of... they're try, I think we're trying really, really hard to force our hands into staying at home by giving us nothing to go out there for. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Yeah, the first thing you do is take away the entertainment industry because it's frivolous... Like, nobody needs to go see a band. Nobody needs to go watch football. Nobody needs March Madness. But, you know, that's, those things are easy to cut. Yeah, how did I forget to mention that all sporting events are shut down, too? Jesus. Yeah, when's the last time you went to a sport game? Sports ball? Yeah, when's the last time ball sports came across your face? <laughs> I'm going to take that tone that you meant, sir. <laughs> Uh, last time your balls were on their balls. Your eyeballs, I mean. <laughs> My eyeballs, yes. There are children present, young man. They have eyeballs. Do you watch sports, Maria? I watch my friend Jacob play some basketball sometimes while I'm trying to sh- shoot some baskets when I'm trying to practice. Can Jacob dunk? No, he can't. He's Tell him to meet me on the court. Uncle's <laughs> got him. Maria, can you dunk? No. You shoot a free throw? They're really high up. Yeah, they really are. To be fair, I'm <clears throat> in my 40s and I can't but shoot But Jacob a free throw is really good at shooting. Like, 
from far away he could shoot a slam dunk without it bouncing off the rings. You could wish. You do know what a slam like, dunk is, right? <laughs> what? Sorry, not a slam dunk. Like, throw it and then it makes it in like a hole in one, but wow. not golf. Hole in one, but not golf. Cool. Yeah. Like, I feel swoosh. No bounces. Or like, boing, swoosh. Yeah. Like, one bounce or two. Maria, you've, you've been uh, sitting there oh so patiently. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Now, you have seen a lot of the things, like we talked a little bit about uh, all the different uh, things that we've tried to, to kind of binge lately. Uh, you watched The Flash with us. You watched Supergirl. You watched, uh, we, like I said, we watched the Harry Potter movies really recently. The Harry Potter movies are my favorite. So... If you had to pick uh, a Harry Potter house, which house do you think you'd be sorted into? Which one? Do you think you would be a Gryffindor, a Hufflepuff, a Slytherin, or a Ravenclaw? Honestly, I would say Ravenclaw. You think so? Mm -hmm. I see that. I see that. You know, I'm a Ravenclaw. Really? I've been sorted. That's right. Pottermore says that I'm a Ravenclaw, yeah. I can see that for you. I want to... I want to have a turn. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get you sorted, for sure. Wait, what did you use? Ravenclaw. It's a it's a website called uh, Pottermore. It's the website done by J.K. Rowling, and it's like the the main Mama, can you look it up? source of all yeah. Harry Potter lore. We'll get you sorted today. I Ma hope I'm either a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor because I do not want to be Slytherin or Hufflepuff. No, Slytherin is. Legit evil. <laughs> Mommy's a slither. <laughs> you actually are? Is William? Tom, what are you? No, I'm a Hufflepuff. I know you sorted. I was a Gryffindor. Were you a Gryffindor? Pretty, I, I think so. Did you just say you were a Ravenclaw? No, I was, I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm pretty sure I was Gryffindor. What's yours, Will? I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, it fits. We've got to sort me. That tracks. Well, no, we'll get you <laughs> sorted tonight. We'll I put a think my postscript onto this podcast. I think my Patronus was a badger, though, which I'm not stoked on. My Patronus is the deer hound. What's mine? We, we haven't, haven't sorted, sorted you yet. yet. What's yours, I'm, Daddy? Oh, hell, I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, it saves all your stuff, so I'm going to have to look it all up. We got really bored one day at, uh, at State Farm when I was working at State Farm, and we had no calls coming in. And so we all, in my group, we all sat around and sorted ourselves and made sure we were all sorted out. And, uh, so, you really like the Harry Potter movies then? Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? My favorite character is Hermione. Hermione? Why do you like Hermione? Because Hermione is really good at talking, super smart, and sassy. She is both those things, as are you. <laughs> and... She, and one time she slapped Ronald Weasley's hand. And another time she punched Draco Malfoy right in the face. Oh, I remember that one. Near the stones. Mm -hmm. That was so funny. I almost peed myself. <laughs> Malfoy deserved it. I'm just saying. Malfoy did I deserve know. it. I said Malfoy deserved that. To get punched in the mouth. Who's your favorite character, William? Ooh, uh, Snape. Snape, Sever Snape. Sever is Snape. Dumbledore. And Snape. 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 <laughs> no, all right. All right. Um, I agree with that. Uh, Alan Rickman, fantastic actor, played well. Yes. 
And I can't honestly think of anyone else in that role. On like, they talk about the other people who auditioned, and I can't see it at all. Wait, who auditioned? I flip and remember because they weren't him. Better not be Johnny Depp because he'll be terrible at it. Ugh, Johnny Depp. I'm so over Johnny Depp. So Severus Snape. Yes. Tom, who's your favorite character? Oh man, talking Harry Potter now. All <laughs> Harry Potter all the <laughs> time. Harry Potter forever. I want to say the Weasley's dad in the movies just because he's, like, so bumbling and, like, nice. I feel like both... <laughs> just genuinely right, a good just dude. both the Weasley parents are, like, what I would really want to interact with as, like, if I got introduced to this world, those mm-hmm. two are who I would want everybody to be like. It's just super sweet, kind of a bumbling hick, you know. But, but like, genuinely awed by everything around right. him. Right. <laughs> the salt of the earth people who but do everything with magic because they can, you know. Yeah. It's just really cute. Danny, yeah, I definitely... Yeah, I mean, you know, when you think, like, popular characters, you know, you kind of want to edge towards Hermione because she's, you know, incredibly smart and she stands up herself for herself. But, yeah, I think, you know, go ahead and tell them, like, I definitely like Molly Weasley. Mm-hmm. Molly like, Weasley don't take no shit. Right. right. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's, like, she's I, so sweet to Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, she's, like, all-encompassing. Like, she is the mother but she is also, you know, she is mama. She is going to push you in your goddamn yeah. place. Well, I mean, she like, is a devil. She is. Molly Weasley. She Molly Weasley is nice to Hermione and Harry Potter, but is rude to her own sons. Because well, they're yeah. kind of little shits. Well, that's, and he's, <laughs> I'm going to cut all of this. And the guy she's also to. sweet to her. If I, put, if I put Molly Weasley as the devil on my podcast, it's not going to go well. Oh, sorry, I yeah. take that back. I would say Molly Weasley is like a huge thing that saves Harry because like he goes into that school with like nothing mm-hmm. he could have been you know if she didn't encourage her son to take care of him and go with him through the portal and all that stuff he would have had nothing sit yeah. with him on the train he could have been picked off by Draco trying to be influenced he could have ended up in Slytherin right he could have been yeah. bullied into it and could have been Slytherin yeah, yeah. He, yeah he had that power to go down the dark side he got on that train quick. not knowing anything about the houses but he got off the train knowing that Slytherin sucks ass <laughs> so how? This has been Talking Harry Potter with the Saint family. <laughs> okay, so, no more Harry Moving Potter. Moving on. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you guys say, uh, and we'll start with Maria because she seems to want to be talkative right now. Yes. Uh, always. Um, <laughs> would you say that you're a nerd? Yes. Would you say that you're a geek? Kind of. Are you proud of that fact? Yes. Okay. I'm proud that I'm a nerd and kind of a geek. Kind of a geek. I think, and then the reason that I tell people that is that because when you're a nerd, um, when you're a geek, you get to be unapologetically into the things that you're into. Yeah, You, you don't get have... to do what you want to do. You get to set yourself free. Absolutely. You get to study and look into the things that make you happy and, and instead of just following what other people tell you to do. And so, you don't have to listen to other people. You can listen to your soul. You, your mind is set what you want to do. So do that thing. That's well, why yes, I tell some friends at school when they give up. You also better listen to your teachers too. And your parents. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um... And, and, and it's a throwaway line. I think I mentioned this uh, when I was talking to Ray. Uh, 
I started badly quoting the, the Whitney Houston song. Uh, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well. Let them lead the way. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, but, but it, you know, it comes across as trite, but it's absolutely true. Because uh, where were we when we were kids, man? I mean, when I was a kid, I got into the same things that he's into, William's into. I got into Spider-Man. I got into the X-Men. I got into Star Wars, Star Trek. All these things really super young. And it's just exploded my entire life. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I definitely got into... Well, I was real fortunate because I was in the generation that had the Batman animated series and the X-Men, Spider-Man, all those really big popular cartoons were right when I was like four or five years old. Right. So it was really like created just for my generation. So mm-hmm. it was like all that stuff was around obviously in the 80s like through comic books and then the generation before that was like when the comic like when they were getting created you know like what I mean? So all the characters were created in the 60s and 70s and they became popular and then 80s comic books were a huge thing because they were like becoming a huge investment Mm -hmm. and then 90s had the TV shows and then the 2000s have the movies so I feel like it's just kind of cyclical in that the generations keep getting into it because it's always good but it always comes back in some new form that everybody's getting enjoying. And, and I think, to speaking of that, I think it's really kind of neat that uh, we live in kind of the retro uh, era, that, era that we do uh, because everything that, that, that I grew up with is now cycling back around mm-hmm. and becoming retro, and retro is chic. So like, all the old video games I grew up with are coming back around and being popular again. Star Wars, seeing a resurgence and coming back around again. Star Trek, huge again, coming back and, and resurgencing. But it also has its negatives. And we've talked about Thundercats and what they're doing to my goddamn Thundercats. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want... I mean, X-Men is my favorite, and I'm so tired of seeing X-Men movies. <laughs> Honest to God, they're so bad. And, and we're only going to get another wave of them now that Disney owns them. Right. I mean... It's inevitable. Bubble. Yeah. The uh, bubble burst. In the bubble bubble burst. Uh, what about you, Dan? What, how do you feel about your children coming up in this age of geek chic retro culture? Um, I feel like uh, it's more open now. I feel. I mean, like even. So, yeah, like, when Tom and I grew up, like, you got introduced to things, and they were starting to be cool, but there was still a lot of that pressure of, you should be doing this at this time, like, why aren't you in T-ball, why aren't you, you know, part of this Boy Scout or Girl Scout troop, or why aren't you doing, like, swim lessons and stuff like that, and it was very, there was expected things of your childhood, and you, um... You mostly talked about what the activities you did because you you know that everybody was in, mm-hmm. and you didn't talk about you know how you ran home to you know play with your you know Ninja Turtle Technodrome and things like that. Oh, you had the Technodrome. Yeah, I had, yeah, I had the Technodrome. So jelly. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. I had the Terradrome from the GI Joe. Yeah, I had quite a few GI Joes, but it blew them all up. Yeah, I did some bad things to some of my Joes. I'm not too proud of that. 
If there was a Hague for war crimes on G.I. Joe, I would be... I'd be in the Nuremberg trials. This is why our daughter's a supervillain. This is why daughter's a supervillain. Yay! <laughs> I thought we were moving on from that. But, um, I mean, now, you know, yeah, like, you know, okay, there's still a little bit of the pressure, like, with, like, Marvel movies and things like that. Everybody's like, you know, why haven't you seen it? But it's more acceptable if some if you just say, oh, you know, I'm not into such and such thing, but hey, I like this. You can, you know, people are more a little bit more accepting of that, um, especially, like, with the kids, and, you know, they can try to show them different things, like, hey, what about this, or what about this, what about this? And if they don't immediately, you know, fall in love with it, like you are, it's not a big deal. Because there's such a wide swath of things that we can get them into. Well, right, and there's so much out there, but, I mean, it lets them kind of, you know, pick and choose their path a bit more of what they want to be into, and it's okay that they're not into exactly the same thing. You know, like William said, like, some of his friends are into anime, some of them aren't, but that doesn't mean that the ones who aren't suddenly aren't your friends. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like when we were kids, like, that's what it was. Like, you know, if you were the the kids with the Pogs and you didn't play Pogs, like, you just didn't play with those kids. Yeah. Are tech decks cool again, William? What? Tech decks were never cool. Tech decks? Tech decks. I swear to God, Kevin. (laughs) Come at me about tech decks again. (laughs) Tech what? No, I saw... I I see... I had the original tech deck. Are you kidding me? They're they're kind of... The little I, fingerboards? Oh, kids? the fingerboards. No. That's what we called them when I was a kid. We called them fingerboards. <laughs> Hold on. Have you seen fingerboards at school? No, but I've seen real skateboards. Okay. Skateboarding's still... Skateboarding's always going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. Your tech decks just aren't that cool, Tom. No, I see kids playing with them on the Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I stay off of Instagram. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. I know you are, William yeah. the Beatboxer. Yeah. That's not my username anymore. You changed your username? I told you about this. I don't pay attention. <laughs> wow. I can't afford to pay attention. Wow. I only got one input, one output. <laughs> what? My brain doesn't work on that many cycles. Which one's your input? I don't know. So, okay. all right. So, I, I know we got to kind of wrap things up here because the children are getting antsy in the pantsy. Mm-hmm. Aren't you? So, you, you guys know... Uh, I've been wanting to, to get you guys on the podcast for a while and kind of have an excuse to sit down and talk mm-hmm. and kind of figure out a way that I could incorporate you guys into my my kind of thing. Like, I, I know I brought William to a couple of my live shows. He's seen my band a few times. Yes. Uh, Maria, I don't think, has seen the Never, live. Never, ever. Not yet. You're a little too small. Can't sneak you into a venue. Maybe in a gear case. Mm-hmm. Tuck you in a suitcase. Hey, <laughs> not that but, uh, small. But you've heard my music. You've heard my music. Some of it. Yeah, and so I, I try to incorporate my children into my world as much as possible because, I mean, with the exception of work and sleep, you know, what's what am I going to do with the other you know, two hours of my day every day? Uh, yes, that was a joke. I I work too hard. I work too much. But uh, I always have something going, and I, and I kind of want to find ways to incorporate my children. So it's been kind of an uh, an interesting endeavor bringing them into the podcast. And I know it's kind of a scattered and weird podcast this time, but it's kind of a scattered and weird time that we live in right now. And I thought, 
something a little bit more wholesome, a little more down to earth than nerd raging about, you know, Star Wars or talking with a musician about their band and things like that. So, uh, any uh, closing thoughts, William? Anything you want to add about uh, you being a nerd and nerd culture or anything? Just final words. I wouldn't call myself a nerd as much. I would. I. <laughs> I was just called myself a geek, and a geek, I'm very proud of that. What's and the difference? I don't really know the answer to that question. A nerd doesn't get punched. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh. A nerd does get punched. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I a mean. A nerd does get punched. Thomas. <laughs> so you know. does a geek. A geek gets punched. Maria. <laughs> no. No. False. <laughs> Correct. Um, what else? I don't think I have any closing topic to say, but all I can say is that uh, I am proud to be a geek, and I'm very happy to be in this podcast. Well, I'm proud you're a geek, too. It means I'm raising you right. Yeah. So, Maria, now it's your turn. Is there anything uh, that you want to say that maybe you didn't get a chance to say? First, I love that way. I know. We, we covered that already. And second... I want to grow up to be a singer like Daddy, but not sing heavy metal. I want to sing, like, sweet songs. I can sing sweet songs. Is there anything else that you want to add, Maria? Um, are you, are you are you're proud to be a geek? I'm proud to be a geek and nerd, kind of. I'm Why? proud to kind of be a geek and nerd. Why is that? Because my family is doing it, and I want to do it, too. And I'm happy doing that. I'm happy following what my family does. Certainly gives you something to talk about. Yep. Yep. And I always love to sing. I know you do. Forever. I know. I started singing when I was really little, like a toddler. Thomas, do you have anything else you want to add? <laughs> yeah. Uh, take your take the family to the library if you need to nerd out together. It's always a good place. You find books that you liked when you were a kid. Make them read it. Cough, cough, library's closed. <laughs> you know, well, not right now. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Barricade yourself in your basement and then wait out the apocalypse with some chicken soup. <laughs> you kind of have to. Everything else is closed down and hopefully you have toilet paper. Clean your butts, wash your hands. Seriously, what's the deal with buying toilet paper? Then nobody knows. <laughs> Daniela, anything else you want to add? You created these monsters. <laughs> So they're just special little people. Define the word special. No, you don't want that. (laughs) Don't open that can of worms, son. I want to thank you guys for joining me on this podcast today. I've had a really fun time talking with my family. I hope you guys are all staying safe out there. I know it's not exactly easy to do, but it's something we all have to do. And uh, from our house to yours, I I really hope you stay safe. Wash your hands. Stop hoarding food. Stop hoarding toilet paper. There's no damn reason for it. And just stay safe. And uh, as I like to remind everybody, what do I always say at the end of my podcast, Maria? Everything is fandom, and fandom is everything. You heard it here first, folks. Take care.